Hello, everybody, Love and welcome Radio. back to Chat Autism. My name is Julia Bradovic, and I am so honored to be with all of you today as the new host of Generation Rescue's Blog Talk Radio program. For those of you who don't know me, I am the mother of a 15-year-old daughter. She was diagnosed with autism spectrum disorder, gosh, way back in 2005. And it was only a few weeks, in fact, before the launch of Generation Rescue. I'm actually one of the original rescue angels for the organization, something I'm extremely proud of. And I've spent the last 11 years as an outspoken advocate for children and families affected by autism. I truly believe that through our own experience and the evidence um, of what I've seen in the last decade, that autism is a treatable, preventable, and reversible disorder. And I spend a large amount of my time and energy uh, spreading that message of hope. I'm currently a contributing editor to the Age of Autism blog. I've also been a guest blogger on Thinking Moms Revolution, and I've been fortunate to be featured in print magazines and online magazines such as Grand Magazine and The Autism File. And most recently, I got to spend some time working as a consultant for the documentary film Trace Amounts. And as a result of that, I was extremely um, fortunate to work with Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Um, as an assistant on this very issue of autism. And lastly, my memoir, An Unfortunate Coincidence, A Mother's Life Inside the Autism Controversy, is due out this fall. Uh, so behind all of that, this has been an interesting path for me. I actually have a background in education. So this opportunity to use this platform of blog talk radio to educate parents, educate loved ones, educate other educators that autism is in fact something that we can, we can treat and we can help our children immensely is one that I'm extremely excited about. So today, um, we actually have someone who is extremely well-versed in exactly how we're supposed to do that and is in a wonderful position to be able to give us some great guidance today. Um, he is, in fact, a national expert in natural medicine for children. He's the author of Fundamentals of Naturopathic Pediatrics. His entire life work is dedicated to the optimal health of children using natural therapies, which is something at Generation Rescue that we're really excited about. He's the founder of Spectrum Awakenings, He's also the Vice President of the Pediatric Association of Naturopathic Physicians, and he's here with us today to discuss his most recent best-selling book, which is called 100 Natural Remedies for Your Child, The Complete Guide to Safe, Effective Treatments for Childhood's Most Common Ailments. So please welcome Dr. Jared Scourin. Welcome. Thanks, Julie. It's great to be here, and I, I loved how you started the show that autism is treatable and preventable because in our in in my clinic what hurts me the most is when parents don't try so you need that hope right definitely so to get started and this is just a personal question that i had which is uh for people who aren't familiar with naturopathic doctors just very quickly what is it that distinguishes you um from perhaps say a, a traditional MT, md along those lines how are you guys similar how are you different philosophies and so forth that's a great question. Um, you know, there's, there's a few different types of physicians out there. There's obviously medical doctors, and there's osteopathic doctors, and there's naturopathic doctors. And, and the training is very, very similar, you know, medical school and autopsies and, you know, and, and uh, anatomy. And where the real difference comes is the types of treatment, you know, and, and the types of treatments that we as naturopathic physicians tend to focus on are, are obviously treatments that are natural. Um, you know, and a lot of people will respond to natural treatments um, either individually or as a conjunction 
with their conventional medicine. So, you know, in, in this day and age, there's so much information out there that you really need to go see a specialist. So if you have heart issues, you see a cardiologist. And if you want information on natural medicine, you go see the naturopathic doctor because they're the ones who know right. the most. Got it, got it. And just out of curiosity, autism is, you know, obviously one disorder that can be treated naturally. What is it that drew you to the autism spectrum problem? Um, you know, I, I love this story. When I went to school, way back in the 20th century, um, we didn't even get taught about <laughs> autism. I mean, this is when it was one in 150, one in 200 kids. We never even heard about it in our classroom education. Um, it's not until I got into practice and you know, I had my first patient with autism, and she was pretty severe. She was in a wheelchair. Um, she had a G-tube, and she didn't know the difference between you and the wall. She, she was really at, at that level of the spectrum. So we started putting different nutrients in her. We gave her B vitamins. We gave her magnesium. We gave her fish oil, um, stuff that's very commonplace nowadays, but 15 years ago, nobody had any idea. And all of a sudden, she started making eye contact and then she started talking and she started engaging in school. And, and so I knew that if I could do something and help without knowing anything, imagine what I could do right. if I did know something. And so, you know, fast Excellent. forward 15 years later and our specialty is autism. That's what our clinic does. And it's great to see improvements and it's great to see recovery. Excellent. Well, like you said, I'm, I, you know, my daughter was diagnosed in 2005. It feels like it was the dark ages, you know, sure. uh, compared to what we have today. But what's interesting is I was looking through your book, I noticed that you focus on the four major principles of, you know, how are we going to address these problems, and they include you've got to deal with food, you know, you need mm -hmm. to choose the right foods that are going to help you heal, you've got to mm -hmm. detox, you need to supplement, and you, uh, you need to complement all of that with alternative remedies. And it's interesting because all of that is the same. Those are the same founding, you know, uh, four horsemen, if you will, of biomedical sure. treatment. I'm curious if you have um, a, a certain approach to those. Is there, is there one that you initiate first, or do you kind of attack it all at once, or do you have a philosophy behind which one you should start with? Um, for example, back, back then there was some argument over whether or not you needed to support the body with food and, you know, the nutrition and the supplements and all right. of that before even thinking about detoxing. But then there was another right. school of thought that said, no, you can't detox until you, you know, you can't do any of that until you detox. So what's yeah. your position on all that? Well, you know, everybody's so individual, and, and that's why they call it the spectrum, because everybody's on a different place in the spectrum, whether that be the symptomatology that they're expressing or that's their own body's state. You know, where, where are my genetics of detoxification? What's my status of nutrition? How bad are my sensory issues that I'll only eat bacon? We've got a kid that only eats bacon. Mm -hmm. um, and if I were to choose a food, you know, it'd probably be bacon. So I don't blame him. So <laughs> where I like to initially start is through supplementation of, of nutrition for the brain chemistry. Because I find if we can bring balance to brain chemistry, things like serotonin, things like dopamine, things like adrenaline, they're going to be kind of the core producer of a lot of our neurological symptoms, whether this be sensory symptoms or speech deficits or behavior issues or sleep issues. And if we can palliate those naturally, then the sensory issues start to decrease. And then I find that once the sensory issues decrease, changing diet's so much easier. You know, and we've got kids who have a great range of their palate and will eat any different foods. And, and you know, we've got some kids who will only eat a handful of different foods. You know, it's chicken nuggets and, and hot dogs or mac and cheese. And, right. you know, the, the 
difficulty that some families have with the frustration of diet change, I completely get. You know, I've I've got a three-year-old. She's gluten-free. She's dairy-free. And there's some foods that, boy, she just reacts to. You know, she reacts to salicylates. We've got her on the fine gold diet. She goes crazy on cantaloupe and berries. And so it's it's really making sure that they're their body, especially their their sensory system, can handle those. So I like to start right. with palliating the brain. We move into the diet, um, and then we got to look at detox. You know, you got to analyze heavy metals, um, yeah, obviously, but there's other things. There's pesticides, there's plastics, there's who knows what that we can test right. for, some we can't test for. So that's kind of the pattern that I find because I want to get as, as big of improvement as possible as soon as possible. Excellent, excellent. So looking at each of those maybe individually, there's been a bunch of people that have written in with specific questions. So the first one that comes up has to do with the diet, right? So, again, I can only draw on my own experience. Dark ages, 10 years ago, such a limited Mm -hmm. amount of choices, and that was the overwhelming part was that you were on your own, you were making foods on your own, you didn't know what you were doing. Now it feels like it's kind of the opposite problem. There are so many options and it's so difficult to discern what's genuine, what's not. And I think there's a lot of skepticism out there. So to the skeptical parent who says, I don't know, I'm not going to go spend all this money, you know, what, what, how do you address that? Well, I, I say two things to them. Number one, you are what you eat. So, you know, our body is going to take whatever it's given with food, water, and air. And, and, you know, that's how our body processes the other thing we tell them is you never know until you try. And right. that is the frustrating part for a lot of parents because we've got people who do gluten-free, dairy-free and get amazing recovery. We get people who've done gluten-free, dairy-free and got nothing and then did gaps and got amazing recovery. And we have people who do oxalates. And we have people who do fine gold. And there's so much out there, you never know till you try. And if you haven't tried right. it, then you never know. Right. Right, and you, know, you know, another be. thing, you have to be committed to it as well. And it's not easy. It can be. It can, it's no. easier now, I would argue, but it's still challenging. And you know, with the, all the social events you have to go to, I mean, it can definitely sure. be, you know, something that's difficult. But I would, I would argue, it's like you said, it's absolutely worth worth the effort. So, moving on to the detox, and we can talk yes. more about specific detox protocols later. That's probably, in my view. I would argue maybe the most controversial component of any sure. any kind of uh, treatment for autism. But something we can all agree on is that our world right now is extremely toxic. So whether it's outside, it's in our homes, we've got to deal with these toxic assaults coming at us. Within the home, do you have anything that you can recommend as simple, non-invasive ways that parents can begin to start to remove some of those in the house? I do. Um, and before we get into the details, I just want to highlight a couple things. Something as simple as Flint, Michigan, and their lead poisoning mm-hmm. in their water. You know, what if something's going on that you don't know about? Um, right. and number two, Time Magazine a couple years ago, I forgot what year, is, year it was, had a great article about toxicity and autism. Um, and there's been a lot of research studies. The closer you live to toxins, like, like farms, the closer you live to big farms with big amounts of air sprayed pesticides, the higher the risk for autism and the higher the severity. Right. So toxins definitely play an important role. So a few things that I like to talk to parents are about is if toxins are going to affect you, they have to come into your body. So we need to look at water, we need to look at air, and we need to look at food. So okay. 
for water, I, I think it's pretty simple. You know, you can get a reverse osmosis filtration system. Um, it's pretty much, you know, regarded as one of the most effective. You can get a nice affordable one at your local hardware store and get high-quality water ingested in you. And, you know, normally city water is pretty well, you know, handled. But the thing that's in city water that you can't control are medications, all the medications that, that the world takes, the people in the world take, we pee out, that gets into our water system. You know, there, there's it's antibiotics, amazing. there's there's birth control, there's antidepressants right. in the water you drink from your faucet if you have city water. Wow. So that's number one. Get a reverse osmosis uh, water filtration system. Uh, next okay. is air. Um, so air, air pollution, toxins get in the air. Um, in fact, I, I live here in Connecticut up in New England. Our rates of asthma are double what they are on the West mm. Coast in California, Oregon, and Washington just because of the air pollution. All the factories across the, the Midwest and the Ohio River Valley blow air pollution into New England, and we have, tr- we have twice the asthma rates. Wow. So you can't really, unless you're going to move, you know, you can't really right. control your air um, except what's in, your, um, what's in your house. So if you want to get an air filtration system for the bedroom, at least you can help clean eight of the 24 hours that you're breathing. That's something. Right. Okay. And thirdly is food. Um, you know, I think the big question about food is, is are there different toxins in it? Um, the big one that everybody knows about is mercury. Mercury and deep sea fish, things like tuna fish, things like swordfish. Uh, in fact, I was just recording a video on mercury toxicity. And if a 50-pound child eats a six-ounce serving of swordfish, they have 1,000 times the recommended amount of mercury by the EPA oh just for that gosh. one serving. So you've got to oh avoid that deep-sea fish and stick to fresh water wild-caught fish, okay? Fresh wild-caught salmon, fresh wild-caught, uh, you know, whitefish, that type of thing. The other big issue with food um, is arsenic. You know, there's good mm. and there's bad arsenic, just like there's good and bad cholesterol. So... You know, things like chicken and rice have high levels of natural arsenic, uh, so that can come up on, on a lab test if, if you don't differentiate between the two. So you've got to make okay. sure that, you know, make the right choices on organics. And organics are expensive, and I get it, and you can't get everything organic, and, you, you know, who can afford everything organic? So it's about picking and choosing the right organic foods. And got I think it. the last thing that I, I tell my patients is I'm concerned about aluminum toxicity. And the number mm-hmm. one source of aluminum in our world, in our drugstores, are things like Tums and acids. So if any of your kids have reflux or you think you're getting calcium by having Tums, that's the highest toxic level of aluminum anywhere that we can ingest orally. In fact, people that's on dialysis. Fascinating. People, wow. yeah, people on dialysis cannot touch Tums or they'll get dementia. Huh. So it's really interesting that it's going to cause memory problems and brain problems if you eat aluminum and your kidneys can't process it. So right, but then, then it's okay otherwise. <laughs> of course. Right. All right, right, right. Well, that is very interesting. What about, um, is there anything in the house that maybe we're not thinking about? You know, I think that the water, the food, the air, you know, great, great tips. Is there anything we would not think about that could potentially be causing a problem? Well, I would look at a few other things. Uh, number one, plastics. Um, okay. You know, plastics, we're all familiar with, with uh, BPA, so you've got to make sure, you know, when you can use, um, use glass when you can. Um, the, anything that's off-gassing, you know, or anything that you smell. If you smell something, 
It's physically in the air. The molecules are floating around in the air and you're smelling it. So if you smell mold in your basement, that can cause allergic reactions in some kids. If you smell off-gassing of a carpet or glue or plastics, then it's in the air. And who knows how you're reacting to it, whether it's toxic or whether it's an allergic reaction. Right. Interesting. It's so much to think about. <laughs> it's um, so, so much to worry about. How do, how do we help so our kids think about, without going crazy? so much to worry about. Right, exactly. And I think the message always has to be do what you can. You know, it's so easy to get overwhelmed by all of it. It, it is. It's little baby steps and it all adds up and it really exactly. matters. Exactly, exactly. It really does. So a couple of more specific questions. We have a woman mm-hmm. named Carolyn who said, you know, we just started the gluten-free, casein-free diet. We also went egg-free, mm-hmm. which is something we mm-hmm. have to do with my daughter. She's very sulfur-sensitive. Um, mm-hmm. And she said she wants to get started on some supplementation, and there's so many recommendations out there. Is there a general way to start before, you know, is there something you would say, yes, this is pretty standard for everybody, this is what they take, or is it right. something that you would say, you know what, I don't like to do that, I think it's really got to be tailored to the individual? Um, no, I, I think, you know, in our office we've got the basics. You know, we've got the basic supplements that usually everybody does pretty well on, and then we can tailor things to the individuals. Um, in fact, okay. this is why okay. I launched, oh, go ahead. No, no, I was going to say if you could just share the basics, that would be great. Oh, yeah, of course, of course. No, I'm holding the secrets out, Julie. <laughs> um, the 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 basics are going to be probiotic, fish oil, and it's hard to sneak that fish oil taste in there. Um, and then the right. other basic, and, and, you know, I've been treating kids on the spectrum for over a decade, and last year we launched our own supplement line tailored to kids on the spectrum. And the initial landmark product that I created was based on what everybody was doing well on Okay, so what B vitamins, what minerals, what proteins and amino acids were the majority of our kids doing well on? And the patient, the parents are like, this is great, I love it, but the thing they didn't like is, hey, I've got 10 different bottles and I feel like a pharmacist at home. Right. So we we were able to take that combo and put it into one product. And so in, in my Spectrum Awakening line, our landmark product is called Power and Focus. So it's got methyl B12. It's got methylfolate for those MTHFR mutations. It's got magnesium. It's got zinc. It's got P5P. It's got 5-HTP and GABA and taurine and theanine. You know, and these are the proteins, the minerals, and the amino acids that the brain uses to support normal brain chemistry production. And so that's really the basics that get, get us the most immediate change while we're tailoring things, like you said, diet and detox. Um, you know, there's so much other stuff you can do as an individual. Right, right. No, that's wonderful because, like you said, that was one of the issues that we had to deal with, which was we were a pharmacy. You know, there were so many different bottles of everything, and managing all of that can be, again, right. a little bit overwhelming. So it's it's wonderful to see that there's been um, a, an ability to put that all together and make it a little easier and streamline it for families. So another supplement so question that came in was about vitamin D. And this was yep. just really saying, you know, it's summertime. We can mm-hmm. have a lot of natural vitamin D um, exposure. At, at this point, sure. do we still need to supplement it, or is that something that maybe we could save some money on during the summertime? Well, uh, there's a, unfortunately, there's a long answer to that question. It's not a simple question. <laughs> but the, the basic answer is you need to test. You don't okay. know how much vitamin D you have until you run the blood test. Now, I hate doing blood tests on kids, but if you want to know your vitamin D, you've got to check it. And there's a few things that people get confused on. Um, and number one, obviously, the more sunshine, the more vitamin D you're going to produce, okay? But the more suntan lotion you wear, 
the less vitamin D you'll produce. So anything that blocks our skin from the sun is going to decrease vitamin D production. So whether that be sunscreen lotion, whether that be UV protective makeup, whether that be the UV protective screens in our car windows. So you may think you're getting all this sun and vitamin D, but maybe right. not. A couple of right. other things to think about. The darker your skin, the less vitamin D you produce. So people who naturally have darker skin are going to have lower vitamin D levels. Interesting. As well as, uh, as, well as your weight. So the heavier you are, the more vitamin D actually stores in your fat tissue and doesn't get into circulation. So you oh may be goodness. producing it, but it's not actually being utilized because vitamin D is fat-soluble. So it just naturally, through osmosis, sticks in the fat cells. Okay. So, so a long answer, yeah, a long <laughs> answer to the short answer, which is test and make sure a, a, lot of, a lot of pediatricians aren't up to date on the new changes. In 2010, the NIH changed vitamin D recommendations. So a lot of people think 400 IUs, 400 IUs. That's actually the minimum dose for an infant. And right now, recommended doses can go up to 4,000 IUs per day for anybody over the age of nine. Wow. So everybody needs to to educate themselves on the new recommended doses. But again, test, 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 test. Test, test, test. All right, so now the heavy metal question. Like we we were talking earlier, um, when you're detoxing, You've got a lot of different, you know, things to consider. This is probably the most controversial and 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 a part of you know part of the biomedical approach and something that a lot of parents mm-hmm. enter into righteously, you know, rightfully mm-hmm. so with a little bit of caution. So, a couple of questions where it's concerned. Um, mm-hmm. If a parent is worried about detoxifying through the process of chelation, you know, what are your some rec- recommendations for that? Some of the protocols that you may recommend, mm-hmm. and then um, a, sub- a follow-up to that we can go over in a minute is just the a possibility of triggering regression. But first, what right. is your position on chelation? Well, the well, we talk to all parents about. You know, we we will run the heavy metal tests or other toxicity tests on, on the child, and you know, talk to the family and say, hey, look, we've got something in here, and we need to get rid of it. Um, in fact, I just saw a child today from Vietnam, and he was mm. loaded with barium, off the charts barium. And the parents naturally said, well, where do you get barium from? And, well, barium comes from electronics. Okay, so and I didn't okay. think he was eating his iPhone, but <laughs> in Vietnam, you never know till you ask. In Vietnam, their air comes from China. So China blows, not China, but the air blows from China over to Vietnam. What China does, in fact, the whole world sends their old electronics, old computers to China because China will burn them because their pollution regulations aren't that that strict. So that barium comes off the motherboards, rains down in Vietnam, and now we've got a kid overloaded with barium because it was in his water or in his air. So, again, back to toxins. Who knows where it comes from? But we have this conversation, say, the faster you want to get rid of these heavy metals, the greater the risk for side effects. And the slower, the less the risk. Okay, and so chelation is a very aggressive, very effective, high side effect way to detox. Got it. And, you know, people sometimes misunderstand the word chelation. Chelation is an intravenous delivered therapy of chemicals that will detox. So things like DMSA or DMPS or EDTA can be used. That stuff can be used orally, and it's a little safer orally. Um, What we tend to do, and and this was one of the the new products in our Spectrum Awakening expansion, was a glutathione cream. 
So, okay. you know, glutathione's great powerful antioxidants. It's a great um it's a great sulfur donor to help with sulfur detox, and that's how DMSA and DMPS and ETA and EDTA all work. They're sulfur molecules that help to detox. Um, in fact, the DMSA has been used since the 40s. All the Navy sailors in World War II got lead poisoning because all the ships were painted in, lead, po- in uh, lead paint. But DMSA, boop, cures your lead poisoning in a hot second. Right. But you've got to worry about those side effects. So I like to go slow because I'd rather do something for a longer period of time that's safer for the child. So we use the glutathione cream. We'll recommend things like Epsom salt baths or, or you know, uh, saunas uh, or ion foot baths, that type of thing, um, because obviously okay. we want to be safe. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you don't want to trigger regression if at all possible. No. Yeah. And it can, you know, and sometimes that happens. No matter what you're doing, actually, my experience was there's always a possibility there's going to be some things that, you know, you've made great gains in one area and now all of a sudden you feel like you took a step backwards here. It's a journey. I mean, that's, you know, it's a journey. Definitely. Yeah, it is. And again, with, you know, that's that's the frustrating part for me, you know, is, is that, you know, we want everything to be better overnight. Um, right. But that, that's not but how it is. And everybody you know, let's fix this. Treatment. Let's do it. Right. 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 And it's not. So it is. It's, it's a not. process. There's some trial and error involved. But you find that right thing, and it's like a switch. It is. That's great. Absolutely. All right. So I think we have time for one more question. We have um, right. Vanessa wrote in, and she's asking a little bit about anxiety and OCD, another huge issue for so many of our kids. Um, and yeah. so she had kind of a two-part question where she said, what are some calming supplements for that? And then also additionally, is there something in special circumstances where she knows company is coming over, they're going to have a holiday celebration? Sure. And this is not necessarily a typical you know, anxiety that he feels on a daily basis, but we mm-hmm. need to deal with something today. So do you have Got kind it. of a general protocol for anxiety and then maybe some targeted supplements if you know you're going to encounter one of those days? Yeah. So when we think about anxiety, and I agree, so many of our kids experience high levels of anxiety that contribute to what's going on. Um, you know, why would you want to go to OT or speech and learn anything if you're in fight or flight mode and you think that dinosaur is going to come get you? So it right. really affects us on all levels, not just at home, but even in learning and during our therapies. So we see this a lot. And the OCD behaviors, which is something we talk to our parents a lot about as well, is that these are conscious behaviors that people choose to do to make themselves feel safe. So we never Mm -hmm. suppress those in our office. You know, if you're doing something repetitively, it makes you feel calm. And so we like to watch those because we want those to go away because it's it's a sign that the child's feeling safer and less anxious, but we don't want to suppress them unless they're harmful. To, to them or to Because it's a coping, right, exactly. It's a coping mechanism. It's a coping mechanism, exactly, exactly. So right. uh, we normally choose one or two supplements. If the anxiety is due to an imbalance in brain chemistry, one of our combination powders that we have at Spectrum Awakening is called Calm and Cool. It's got inositol, GABA, taurine, and theanine. So it really acts on the brain chemistry to bring that down. You know, and GABA is a big one. GABA is, a, is an amino acid that acts directly on the brain. We have receptors for GABA, and they tend to reduce anxiety. But okay. what do I use in that emergency? In that emergency yeah. tends not to be imbalance in brain chemistry. It actually it tends to be an imbalance in our stress hormone, which is cortisol. Oh. So we test cortisol in all our kids, and we, we treat and balance cortisol in all our kids. And I like to use an herb called licorice. Now, we've all heard of licorice. It's Twizzlers. It's a candy. But that's actually an extract from a licorice plant. 
So okay. we have we have a licorice syrup that's very sweet called Temper Tamer. And it does exactly what it says. It helps calm you down and it helps increase how much stress you can handle. You know, we, we use a metaphor for cortisol as a dynamite fuse. You know, if I've only got a little bit of cortisol in my body, I got this small dynamite fuse and I'm gonna explode as soon as any stress comes. So our kids with right. transitional anxiety or what have you, we need to really support that cortisol from the adrenal glands. And that's what temper tamer does. Okay. Well, so there are answers. You've got, yeah, you, I mean, you, you really, this is so helpful and so wonderful. And I hope you know what a service you're providing to parents like myself who, you know, it, 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 there's parents listening right now that just got the diagnosis. They're deer in headlights. You know, and it's right. it's so important that we have voices <laughs> that can help us walk through that and make us feel more at ease and let us know that there is hope. There are things that we can do. Exactly. Um, so with only a few minutes left, again, I just want to thank you so much for taking some time today to talk with us. Is there a website parents can go to for more information or find you on social media, anything like that? Yeah, please. Um, our website is spectrumawakening.com. And okay. our our what we want to do is help parents in every way possible. So all of our supplements in our line, we have free samples. Go onto our website, Excellent. order a free sample, and try something, especially with the sensory issues. You know, you never know if you're going to buy something if your child's going to be able to handle the taste and the flavor or the texture. So get some right. free samples, try it on for size. Um, and, again, all of our social media, our Facebook, our Instagram, our Twitter, it's all Spectrum Awakening. Um, but, yeah, the more people we can reach out to, the more people we can help, uh, you know, we, we have to turn this thing around and head it in the other direction. Yes, we do. And I've heard that you've got some great products to give away. So any of you listeners, if you register for the Autism Education Summit, which is GR's annual conference by this Sunday, you'll be um, entered into a possibility of winning some of those wonderful things. And you will be joining us for the summit this year, I just heard. So thank you so much for that. That's going to be wonderful. No problem. Yeah, I'll be lecturing um, on Friday I, and Sunday. Friday and Sunday. Awesome. Well, all right, on that note, just a reminder to everybody that his best-selling book, 100 Natural Remedies for Your Child, The Complete Guide to Safe, Effective Treatments for Childhood's Most Common Ailments, is available um, everywhere, uh, Amazon especially. So uh, please reach out and get that. And, again, thank you so much, Dr. Scarwin. We really appreciate you taking the time to join us today. Oh, you're welcome, Julie. It's great to be here. Thank you. Hey, take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.